Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. So, James, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, Yeah, my name is James Hooper. I am a food blogger photographer i don't really know what i am uh but my uh, instagram account is 92 plates and if anyone hasn't seen james's food blog yet they need to and it'll be linked in the description box below yeah get on it what are you, what are you waiting for <laughs> exactly so how about some food questions always always up for food questions so, what did you have for supper last night? Uh, so, last night, uh, and this is a funny one because we call it dinner. I know people call it multiple things because supper. My my nan always used to say supper, and that was uh, that was always like something you had before you went to bed. Yeah, was was the term? Yeah, um, is is that what you mean? Like, what did no, I have? No, I, I mean go? dinner. Oh, for dinner. Oh, you I do mean, mean dinner. dinner. Okay. Um, sorry. No, no, no. Don't be sorry. No, it's all these different terms. It's like tea as well. The word yeah, tea. I know. Like people are like, what are you, what are you on about tea? <laughs> like, um, <laughs> but uh, last night I made uh, loaded nachos. Uh, nice. So, yeah, we had nachos. I did some um, like mints with like the taco mix, uh, nearly the whole packet of cheese. So, you know, those. I was really lazy. I bought the pre-grated cheese. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, nearly chucked the whole packet on there. So yeah, it was quite calorific, but it was very nice. <laughs> A weekend meal. Anyway, you gotta live, gotta have lovely food. So true. That the issue is that we don't just keep that to the weekend. I eat like that during the week. <laughs> Fair enough. I do the same, especially with cheese. I just eat I have to eat cheese at least once a day, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a it's like a pill in the morning. It is, yeah. I just love cheese. <laughs> it is it is the best thing out there, isn't it? Let's be honest. It levels up almost every meal. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Apart from roast dinners. Don't have cheese oh, on yeah. roast dinners. That's disgusting. What about cheesy mash? Oh, absolutely cheesy mash. Probably not with roast dinners though, still. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, because you've got the gravy and cheese and like chips cheese and gravy that's a no for me like people who have that no like chips and gravy fine chips cheese and gravy nah not for me (laughs) (laughs) okay so what was your favorite kind of food while you were growing up so if anybody has has been on my account uh you are all going to know I have a massive love of pizza, like a huge. And that's since I was a kid, like I'd always want pizza and my other half, she like takes the mickey out of me for this. But as a child (laughs) and probably into my uh, late teens as well, I would say my mum always had what we call an emergency pizza in in the freezer. So if if I didn't like what I was having for dinner, I'm the youngest, so I'm known as the golden child. So okay. mum would cater for me, right? Um, so if I didn't like what we're having for dinner, there would be a pizza in the freezer for me to have. And uh yeah, so that was that was just a food that I loved growing up. And uh the other one would be Yorkshire puddings. 
as well. Um, half my family's from Yorkshire and yeah, they're just absolutely amazing. Can't go wrong with Yorkshire pudding. I agree with pizza being an absolute holy grail. Um, Good. But we can now, continue this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nowadays, do you have any pizza or do you have specifics on your pizzas? Um, good question. So I'm when, when I go out and have a pizza for the first time in a restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, it will always be a margarita pizza all the yeah. time. I know that sounds really plain and boring, but no, it kind of, I'm, I'm going to call myself, I am a pizza snob. Yeah, uh, so <laughs> they, I have to find out if you can make a good margarita, fine. I'm going to trust the rest of your menu. If yeah. you can't make a good margarita, sorry, I'm out of here. Like exactly. I'm not eating your pizzas again. Um, but I am partial to a ham and pineapple pizza. Really? I am club ham and pineapple pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would say I, previously I would have judged that statement, but I'm coming across more and more people who love a Hawaiian pizza. I mean, it's it's just beautiful. You get like the sweetness from the pineapple and the savory from the dough and and yeah, like you just, you just can't go wrong with it. It's just a nice pizza. Okay. And anybody who says differently is wrong. Yeah, Old statement, I know, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so what is your current favorite kind of food? Same answer. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a creature of habit. Uh, no, I, I, I like, yeah, pizza's just everything. I love making pizza as well. It's quite therapeutic to to make the dough and over that 48 hour period to watch that dough actually like ferment and and get that gluten network and it's yeah, oh, it's just it's just nice. But um my other favorite kind is pasta as well. Yeah. Like obviously so versatile. You can put anything with pasta and uh but yeah, yeah, I would say pizza would be my top, pasta would be my next. And then after that will probably be uh probably a good hearty roast dinner. Like everybody loves a roast dinner, right? Yes. And what kind of roast specifically? So for me, my favorite meat is lamb. Yeah. Love lamb, but also expensive. So we very rarely get it because uh, I don't want to pay those kind of prices. <laughs> so it would have to probably be after that would be pork, uh, mainly because of the crackling. Yeah. Like just, yeah, yeah, exactly. That crackling is just like when you get a spot on. Yeah, exactly. Um, So yeah, it'd be pork. And then I would have real nice crispy roast potatoes. Now I'm funny with potato, mind. So it's the texture, the texture of it. Like when it's gammy, it -hmm. makes me like gag like yeah I, I just can't stand it um yeah. so like when you get like real chunky chips and stuff like that yeah i can't, I can't stand that but if they're like what's it called like thrice fried or yes. whatever it is where they're nice and crispy on the outside fluffy like fine i can deal with that texture um but yeah so the potatoes have to be the same so nice small ones and again being the golden child my mum would let me pick out the potatoes that <laughs> i wanted <laughs> Um, and then it would be cauliflower. I like cauliflower, cabbage, 
Um, bearing in mind, this is the perfect roast dinner. Uh, this yeah. is like, obviously I'm sometimes too lazy that I can't be bothered to cook all this stuff. <laughs> so normally it's just frozen veg, <laughs> just chucked in a pan. Um, and a mountain of Yorkshire puddings and it's yeah. got to be swimming in gravy, right? Yeah. So yeah, that would be, that would be mine. What, what would you go for? For a roast? Yeah. I mean, this is probably controversial, but my favourite roast is 100% Christmas dinner. So uh, if we ever go all out for a roast, we'll have a roast chicken instead, but we'll still do like the stuffing and all of, all of the extras because it makes it a special occasion and in our family we don't actually have roasts very often because we like them but we kind of save them up for when we really really want one that makes any sense yeah 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 have you ever had a christmas dinner not on christmas yes so yeah. we've done this many times i say, <laughs> I say many times it's been uh, the most prominent time was my parents have done it more than I have um they did it when their family friends weren't here for Christmas so they did another one in July but most recently when we went into lockdown in March 2020 our whole family was just obviously everyone was terrified we were everyone was really sad and we didn't know what was going on we had um excuse my French listeners we had shitness Itmus. Yeah, where we had a fake Christmas tree, Christmas music, and a whole Christmas dinner just for the four of us. Um, <laughs> and it was amazing. It was one Sunday. My mum was just like, yeah, well, everyone's home because both my brother and I had to come back from university to um, yeah. be in lockdown. Um, so we all just had a fake Christmas. <laughs> And this was this was in March then, I'm guessing. Twenty twenty, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. What can I Do say? I, can, I think I can get on board with that. I can get on board with that. <laughs> I recommend a fake Christmas. Yeah, I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, you should. So you it's should. a lot of effort cooking it though. It's a lot of effort cooking yeah. it, but well worth it, right? Yeah, definitely. Especially if you haven't I mean now we've probably had enough time to be reunited reunited with everyone we've seen. But since coming out of lockdown, imagine just being like, right guys, we're gonna have a fake Christmas with all of your close friends. That sounds like a great idea. Oh, I'm liking this idea. <laughs> Yeah. Join the madness. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I might propose this to uh, to my partner and see. Look, can we can we do a fake Christmas again? Yeah. <laughs> let me know. Let me know. <laughs> okay. So, what is your current favorite place or restaurant to eat at? Uh, so, so th- this is the thing, right? So we don't eat out that much. Mm. in all honesty um only because where we live there's not a lot around us unless you travel quite a bit to get to those places yeah um which which is a shame but obviously like living in the countryside yeah it's it's a beautiful place to live but yeah that you don't get that kind of foodie kind of culture uh that you mm-hmm. would if you're in bristol or manchester or, or birmingham or anywhere like that um but we did go to a, a local one um before christmas so my company gave us all 100 euros um to go have christmas dinner if you wanted to uh so we used that to go to a local called the white heart which is in Somerton. 
absolutely nice. beautiful food like amazing food uh i don't even know how to pronounce half the stuff that i have <laughs> <laughs> um so if anybody's listening and i pronounce this wrong please please let me know um <laughs> but ked kedgery kedgery is that how you say it kedgery yeah 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 so i had a kedgery um scotch egg Nice. with deviled mayonnaise and that was that was lush yeah um and then i can't even remember what i had for main oh was that good i can't even remember um, <laughs> all i remember is the starter that's, that's it that's fine it was obviously amazing yeah what did i have for main i feel like i had steak and chips because work was Fair. paying so i was like this is a good time to have steak and chips. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, and then it was like um, some caramelized dessert as well. I can't really remember the dessert. God, this is really bad. That I can't remember it. But if you do go to White Hart in Somerton, it's really nice. I just can't remember what I ate. Sorry. Good recommendation, though. <laughs> yeah, good recommendation. Yeah. Uh, just can't remember. I think they've changed their menu now as well. I saw on Instagram recently. They were doing the tasting with the with the team. So uh, so it might not even be on there anymore. I'm afraid. You'll have to go back and try the new menu. Yeah, or if they're listening, they can invite me back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what kind of food do you used to dislike and now you do like? Um, so I, 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 don't know how to, I don't know how to say this without sounding weird. Um, I used to hate boiled meats. Really? Yeah, so you know, like even like stews, I didn't mm-hmm. like stews. Um, and then my my other half, she's very like cunning, so she was like, she made her this sausage casserole, and yeah. it was lovely. It was it was amazing. So I, I've loved sausage casserole ever since. And then she turned around to me one day and go, "You kind of know that's kind of like boiled meat, right?" <laughs> I was like. Oh, like my whole, my whole world like crashed that day. Uh, cause, cause she made me realize that, but yeah, I'd never, I never used to like it, but then recently, like I've been, I've been getting better with food. I'm very fussy with my food. That's the problem. Oh my, so I'm not judging you at all. <laughs> yeah. I would say stews and boiled meats. I didn't like before, but I kind of can now, especially a gammon. Yeah. A nice boiled gammon and then put it in the oven with like honey on top and stuff. Then beautiful. I was, I mean, I know we keep veering into Christmas, but it's made me reminded of our Christmas <laughs> ham, right? Um, yeah. So boil it up as you do with everyone. Everyone has a different way of doing it, don't they? So whether people put it in Coca-Cola or they put honey on it or they do all sorts of different things. Um, we put marmalade on ours and that, is amazing oh. it's so good oh it sounds nice i mean yeah. i can see that working because it goes really well with the meat on the orange and it goes and then you put sugar on it it goes all crunchy it's so nice well i'm gonna have to put marmalade on it now going forward <laughs> give that a try that can be your next road isn't it funny like oh <laughs> yeah don't tempt me See, this is the thing as well, like, because we're so busy, like every weekend now is just full of doing wedding stuff at the moment. Mm-hmm. We don't have time to like, well, we do have time. That's a lie. We do have time to cook properly. We're just lazy. We don't want to. We want to sit down and watch Ant and Deck on TV or something. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
but um, yeah, so we don't have roast that often, but we had one. We had one last week, but we went to a pub for that. We went to a mm-hmm. carvery. Nice. Because again, didn't want to cook it. Fair enough. But yeah, marmalade on ham sounds nice. And isn't it funny that like there's some kind of flavors that you that you think of and you think, oh, that sounds really nice. And then there's some way like, oh no, that that won't work. And mm-hmm. like how how you already have this preconception in your head, like whether a flavor will work or not. Yeah. Um but this is this is one thing that I'm I'm exploring at the moment as well, is like trying to work with different flavors. Yeah. And um there was a meal that I had. This was this was years ago. It was in um it was in Ilminster in um Selendines. Unfortunately they're not there anymore. Um but they did scallops with black pudding puree oh and it sounds horrible right it sounds like like fish and fish and black pudding like who does this Mm. but it worked amazingly it was so nice and i might reproduce it soon because i've been it's on my list to reproduce um but yeah so i've been exploring these flavors so if anybody has any flavors they're like oh this shouldn't work together but they do. Let me know because I'd love to try them out. Absolutely. Sorry, I just went on a tangent there. Oh no, Swaffled we encourage on. tangents on this podcast. <laughs> if you if you've listened to any of the other episodes, I'm usually however many tangents in just in the first five <laughs> yeah, minutes. So, I've heard them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's encouraged. No worries. Okay. Cool. Right. I I can waffle. Uh, so can I. That's why I had a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect isn't it go hand in hand yeah okay so what is your current favorite vegetable um what's my current favorite vegetable hold on i'm just gonna i'm just gonna google this a minute because i'm just gonna make sure that it is a vegetable okay because uh, this is my favorite to use okay this is considered a vegetable fine garlic <laughs> Yes. I didn't know whether it was like a herb or whatever, uh, but no, it is. It's part of the onion family, apparently, according to mm-hmm. Google. Um, but it's so versatile. You use it in everything. And yeah, I don't know if anybody else does this, but you know when you read a recipe and it says, oh, one clove of garlic. <laughs> no, no. No. Yeah, four. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, who, who said just one clove of garlic? Who invented that? Add more garlic enjoy it <laughs> yeah so yeah I'd, I'd say i love using garlic and everything like making garlic cheesy bread like adding mm-hmm. it to like the pasta dishes it just makes food better right yeah yeah really i mean it just enhances the flavors of things doesn't it so yeah and garlic and cheese like power couple absolute yeah. power couple I mean, right now, when you said that, it reminded me of, um, I don't, this is a very old podcast episode. So if you're new to the podcast, anyone listening, um, one of the first ones with Santina's, which is a pizza company near where I live, um, right. their cheesy garlic bread is next level because they're artisan um, pizza makers um, and everything oh. is just amazing. This made me think of that. Now I want, and now I want a pizza and garlic bread. So I know what you're ordering tonight. Sadly, not. But I, I will. I will oh. next time I'm at home. <laughs> yeah, I know. See, that's that's the problem with food, isn't it? You, somebody says something, or you see something on Instagram. And Instagram's a dangerous place to I be. I know. 
Like even even if you're not hungry, it's still dangerous. Like like people are like, oh, it's, it's dangerous if, if you're hungry. No, it's dangerous if you're not hungry as well, anyway. because you see it, you want it, and you want to go get it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'll just be scrolling through, and I'll be like, right, okay, I would like that, 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 and that <laughs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't I don't know about you, but I don't really follow many fitness people or anybody oh, who no. puts salads up. Um, no, it's all comfort food for me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, me too. One hundred percent. I, I, I don't know. Lots of people are in the mindset that I am, but I think enjoy food. Like, work out however much you want. Eat healthy if you want, but then also please enjoy food because, like. Especially as foodies, the idea of restricting it and being like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't have that delicious meal. That just makes me want to cry. So I'd much rather yeah. just have a fabulous meal <laughs> and then be like, I'll work out twice tomorrow or something. I don't know. You know? Yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know if you know um, Perfect Plates YouTube. I think so, yeah. Um, that. Yeah, they're a really good account. Like they make videos of, of like they go around and uh, like restaurants and eat stuff. And um, and I was talking to them and I, I said like, because they're both like really skinny. And I was like, yeah. how can you be the skinny and eat all of this food? And and she was like, we we really control ourselves during the week and then go mental at the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was there like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm doing wrong. Uh, I'm just not controlling myself at all. Same. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Got, There's we, loads of accounts out there that are like that. Yeah, we've got, we've got to live. And also, as you said about um, Instagram people, as soon as they post something where I'm like, I need to find that, I'm like, I will track it down. I'll go on Google rabbit holes for hours to be like, where can I find this? <laughs> so I completely get it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, the the, the newest one is the chicken Big Mac. Have you had oh, it Oh, yeah. Yet? I haven't tried it yet. Have you? Yes. How was it? So I wasn't, I wasn't fussed, if okay. I'm honest. Um, I had... It, it was nice. It tasted nice. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. But I feel if they took the chicken out, it would still taste the same because the oh. flavor came from the sauce. Yeah. Because chicken's obviously quite bland. And they put, a, uh, I think it's like a tempura um, batter on it. Um, but it's so mild. You don't taste it. Okay. And it's, yeah. And my, my sister, she works for McDonald's and she was like, yeah, I wasn't fussed either. Um, and she she get oh, apparently all McDonald workers apparently get to eat all the new stuff that comes out, mm-hmm. so for free. So they'll bring something new out and they'll they'll get to try and stuff. And she was like, "Yeah, it just was really boring." And I was like, "Yeah, I agree with that." So what I've done, and this is a nice sneak peek, is uh, this weekend I've made my very own uh, chicken Big Mac. No way. Yep, the post is going to go up today as we are recording. It's going to go up this afternoon. Um, I'll give you. I'll give you a sneak peek on <laughs> on here. Hold on. Where's my photos? Are you ready for this? I am excited. Uh, don't know if hopefully the camera will pick it up. No way. That looks incredible. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
salad. And there's actually chicken in it, like a proper thick chicken mm-hmm. with a nice coat. And I use Doritos for the coating. I love doing that. It's amazing, isn't it? Like yeah. just what it provides to a coat of meat is is just incredible. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so that's going up tonight. That's that is my, so I'm nice. calling that the uh, 92 big plates is what I'm calling it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> if I get sued by McDonald's, things have gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in your opinion, what is the most overrated food? Uh, so, <laughs> and this is my opinion. So people, please do not hate me on this. Um, it is Lotus Biscoff. Oh, really? Like you see it everywhere. Everybody's like, oh, I've made this out of Lotus Biscoff. And I made this out of Biscoff. And it's like, great. Next, please. Like, I'm not, I'm not fussed by it. It doesn't taste great. It's yeah. That that would be my most overrated food that people have, um, as well as the chain five guys. And I know I'm probably going to burn some bridges here, but I agree. Are you with me? I agree right, about okay. five guys. I don't agree about Lotus Biscoff. I agree that it's overused. <laughs> I agree that it's overused because it was a trend for the last yeah. two years or so. But. Mm. I, I disagree that it, it it tastes great. So, um, but I do you, completely... do you have it out of the jar? Yeah. Do you eat it out of the jar, like with yeah. a just out of the jar with a spoon, or do you put it on toast? Or I I mean, I use it a lot in baking. I think it's really nice in right. brownies, um, and I do like the biscuits on their own anyway. So when it came out with the spread, I was like, well, sold. <laughs> I mean, um, I think the only time I ever have Lotus Biscoff is, you know, when you get it with a coffee oh yeah, and you put it same. on the side? Yeah, that's probably like the only time I have it. And and actually, it's it's not that bad with a coffee when you dip it in yeah. the coffee and stuff. But but yeah, other than that, no. But Five Guys, like... Five Guys. Uh, it's, it's just a burger. Sorry for anybody out there. And I know there's one account that I follow and they absolutely love Five Guys and they do a lot of Five Guys hacks. And you know exactly uh, if you're listening who I'm talking about because you do it all the time along with KFC. Um, but Five Guys for me, it's it's expensive burgers. That's all I see it as. Um, the first the first time we had Five Guys actually was in Edinburgh. Oh, yeah. Um, we went, uh, oh, God, I can't remember where we went now. Uh, you know when e- uh, Beast from the East came in, that massive snowstorm yeah. that we had? Yeah, that's when we were in Edinburgh because we got um, we got stuck there. Oh, uh, yeah, we went we went for for Kirsty's birthday, mm. and uh, yeah, then Beast of the East came in, and and all planes had been grounded, so we got stuck. Mm. Um, but EasyJet were paying for everything from then on out because of okay. the um, insurance that we had, and. We're like, right, let's go to Five Guys. I mean, it was like a two-mile walk or something. It mm-hmm. took us ages to get there in the snow, but we had it, and we're like, right, it's, it's okay if somebody else is paying, um, but I would not pay those prices for uh, for a Five Guys, unfortunately. 
I mean, you say that's controversial. I'm going to say something even more controversial. Is I'm not really me. a burger person, as in like, I I don't I understand the idea of it, but and I think everyone loves them. However, if you had the choice between like, if you think of a bread based meal, I would much rather have a cheese toasty over a burger. Oh, I know. Oh, cheese toasty or burger? I know. Would you rather have a flatbread over a burger? Or a I wrap? think so, but I w- again, I'd still have a chicken burger over a normal burger as well. I know, oh. controversial. I told you I'm a classy eater. <laughs> so, was it about normal burgers? I don't really like beef burgers, but that's one of the reasons why I didn't get on with Five Guys is because it's all mostly, it's just really meaty. I liked their chips. I think their milkshakes are nice. But again, I don't, I think for the same thing, you could go to any pub and get a burger like that. No? Or is that just horrible to say? Could you go to any pub and get pub burgers? Are different though, like yeah, I know it's but... weird, isn't it? That, that they have their own kind of like you say a pub burger and you, you think sloppy mess. Oh no, that is Five Guys as well. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. So is it is it just like any meat that you're fussy with, or is it? No, it's certain meats. I'm just a fussy eater. Right. But to be fair, when I went to Five Guys, I was just like. No offence, but I could go to Mackey's instead. I prefer McDonald's burgers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're cheeseburger. I don't know what it is about McDonald's cheeseburgers. Something about them. Beautiful. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listeners, you didn't see that. I don't know if that. I choose... <laughs> you yeah. didn't see that, but I'm holding a burger in my hands, in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if I'd choose a cheese toasty over a burger. But although I do love cheese toasties, like and cheese on toast, like mm. and this is controversial, but uh cheese on toast for breakfast, yay or nay? I would do that. Good. I think I it's I that. think it's great, but Kirsty was like, Why are you having cheese on toast for breakfast? She, she <laughs> thinks it's weird. But it's like, well, it's, it's beautiful. It's this perfect yeah. breakfast. Um, I know. Cheese on toast or burger? Oh. <laughs> like the most horrible poll ever. Yeah, like if, if people could see me right now, you could actually see my brain working. Steam's coming out of my ears right now. <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't, I can't answer that question. Um, if it was lunchtime, probably yeah. toasty. Okay. And I love a toasty and soup. Yes. Yes. Like the delight in your eyes just then. <laughs> I love cheese toasties. What can I say? You just are. You, are you just like, like? Do you make it simple? Just cheese, bread, or do you add ham? Or it do depends. You, do you try and... It depends on the day. Um, say for example, like I'm feeling to do. A fancier cheese toasty. I add like pesto, roasted peppers, all of that kind of fun stuff. Because oh. we have a obviously, I feel like most people, if they like a cheese toasty, they either do it in a pan or they have their own cheese toasty maker. Um, yeah. And and what do you have? We have a cheese toasty maker. 
Um, and I will rave about it forever because it's a Breville, <laughs> right? And you can click oh. the plates out of it. And I've also right. bought the clickable plates that you can also switch it to be a waffle maker as well. So it's oh. two in one. So when you say a Breville, is it one of these proper ones where it makes those real like triangles? That, yeah. Um, I don't know. They make like, I don't know how you, how you explain it. They like crimp it together. Indian. Like yeah. they, yeah. Yes. I uh, see. I've just got a George Foreman. Like I just chuck it in the George Foreman. But that's, but, that's still a cheese toasty maker in my brain. So I'm like, there, you're on the same wavelength. So yeah. Yeah. I just love a cheese toasty. With the toasty. Breville one though. With the Breville one. Mm. Put like bread down and then cheese and yeah. then baked beans and then more bread, and then do that. And that is amazing too, like, honestly. beans in a toasty? Beans in a toasty. Baked no beans. Way. It has to be Heinz. Can't be the cheap cheap brand. Obviously. Don't go cheap brand on this. Get, get quality baked beans, if we can call that quality, <laughs> um, and put them in a, in the toasty. Like, it will only work with your Breville, though. If you've got a George Foreman, don't do it with a George Foreman because you're going to cause a mess. It's going to go <laughs> everywhere. But with the Breville one, because it, like, it kind of encapsulates everything because mm. of the way that it crimps it. Yeah. Like the beans are spot on. See, yeah. that's where I understand your breakfast toasty because you're putting beans in it. See, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put beans in it, we can call it breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you how do you make yours though? So are you a butter on the outside type of person? Well, for the toasty makeup, because I like to get a really nice um, crispy sides, I put butter on the outside, then I'll put thin layers of cheese. So you know how some people, you can grate it or you can use the, I I don't even know what it's called, it just makes like a thin layer of cheese. Um, And then I'll do Uh, cheddar. I don't know. I don't know. It's like... Is it like like where you do this and then it comes out and slices underneath? Maybe. I don't know. But basically, I chuck really (laughs) thin slices of cheese on top and I'll do cheddar and red Leicester together. Um, And if I just want a cheese toasty, I'll leave it at that. But if I'm feeling like I want some ham in it as well, I'll put that in between the cheddar and the red Leicester so that it makes like a, a mini sandwich within a sandwich. Sandwich, sandwich inception. Yeah. Nice. I know. Now with the ham, though, make sure mm. you cut it up, because the worst thing I hate with a cheese toasty with ham, you bite into it, the ham comes out, slops on your chin, yeah. you burn your chin, you're screaming your head off. Yeah. Like worst thing ever. Like even with pizzas, <laughs> when you bite a pizza and the mozzarella yeah, comes and then off it burns and slaps in the face. cheese. Yeah. And then you're there eating a pizza, the rest of the pizza with like a burnt chin and you, yeah, just <laughs> not, not nice, not a nice feeling, but it's not, it's not the cheese that apparently burns you. It's the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. But um, there's a fun fact for everyone. It's the sauce, not the cheese. We still you love you it? cheese. Yeah. We still love cheese. How do you do your toasties if you have them? Um, so for me, it's, um, it's gotta be like my favorite bread to use is Warburton's toasty mm-hmm. bread. Yeah. Like it, it's just nice thickness. Uh, and then yeah, butter is butter on the outside and then butter on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Why not? 
<laughs> and then we just use normal cheddar. Um, we don't normally have more than one cheese in the house, unfortunately. But although before I met Kirsty, I always used like mild cheese. That was it. I'll never go any higher than mild cheese, right? Yeah, what? I know. I know you. You're looking at me like I think we need to quit this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now she she's brought me into the world of of mature cheese because I don't like many cheese, mind. I don't okay. like Danish blue and Stilton and all of that kind of stuff. No, cannot deal with that. Same. Like I'd rather not have feet in my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so then it'll be cheese and then obviously another piece of bread on top and then i'll put it in the george foreman but what i'll do is i will like press my arm on the george foreman so it really flattens it um i have no idea why i do this <laughs> i know <laughs> I don't know why I do this. I think it's just habit. I don't think it makes any difference to the taste <laughs> or the texture or anything. I'm just like, yes, I need to, I need to squish this sandwich. Squish it down. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it makes no difference. Um, but yeah, so that's how I'd make mine. And then um, if I was to add some more fillings to it, this is where it gets difficult because once the cheese starts spilling out. Yeah. So unlike the Breville with the George Foreman, obviously the sides are still open. Yeah. Uh, when the cheese starts spinning out, it kind of pulls it, everything with it. It's like a Ooh. landslide. So then you're like, well, that's my filling's gone. So this is now just the uh, toast. Yeah. With butter on it. <laughs> 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 but yeah. No, so yeah, I, I do love a cheese toasty. Okay. What do you think is the most underrated food? underrated food i think for me I, i'm gonna say pasta i don't think people <laughs> appreciate pasta as much as they should uh it's just it's just amazing like the different types of pasta you can get and the different like the tagliatelle and the spaghetti and and all of that and what you do different with them yeah like i, I just think i just think it's underrated i don't think people I don't think people understand the years of of engineering that's gone into the pasta um, to to make it as good as it is. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I don't think there's any other food that I'd say is underrated. But yeah, pasta definitely pasta. I agree. I could eat pasta every day. Even even if it was just literally pasta with like a marinara sauce, you're fine. Like even that's still amazing. I think I could even eat, this sounds, some people will be like, that is way too basic. I think I could eat freshly cooked pasta with salt, pepper, butter and parmesan. And that's it. I could genuinely eat that forever. I'm not fussy about sauces. But when you have really lovely, especially with filled pasta, if you get fresh filled pasta from any supermarket, I either put it with butter, salt, pepper and parmesan, or I put it with, mas- not mascarpone, it's called creme fraiche. And that is so mm. nice, especially loads of black pepper. It's just so nice. It's simple, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's just easy to make. You don't need to know how to properly make a sauce and all of that. Mm-hmm. It just works together. No, I get that because there's also um, if you get like um, spaghetti with uh, oil, 
Yeah. Um, obviously, don't cook the spaghetti in the oil. Cook the spaghetti first, then put it in the oil. Um, put some white wine in it and some parsley. Yeah. Beautiful. Nice, nice and light, and it's, it's amazing with seafood as well. That that kind of sauce, if you can call it. I don't know if you can call that a sauce. Um, that's completely reminded me. I don't know the name of it, but there's a mob kitchen recipe that's very similar mm. to what you've just said. I don't think it has um, wine in it. I think it has something else, but it's so good oh. and it's so simple, especially with all the fresh herbs. You're just like that is so nice. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah. I agree. See, pasta. pasta is underrated. Yeah, well, you're we talking go. to the right we person. We have solved the world's issues. You're talking to the right <laughs> person. I love pasta. <laughs> Good. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I know anybody that doesn't like pasta. I know people that don't like pizza, weirdos, um, but I don't know anybody that doesn't like pasta. Yeah. Okay. Good. Right. Okay. So, who is your current favorite chef? Uh, TV chef or any any type of chef? Any. Okay. If it was TV, mm-hmm. it would have to be Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Not because of his attitude. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't agree with shouting at people and all of that kind of stuff. But I just find him very engaging, and he's straight to the point and. Not this fluff that you get with Jamie Oliver and all of that, where they try and make things fancy. Like I feel Gordon Ramsay's like, this is it. This is what you do. This is why you do it. Um, and I love his like. Um, I don't know if you've seen his TV show Uncharted. I think so. uh, he goes around the world, yeah, and he like finds all these ingredients and cooks with different chefs in different cultures. Like, mm-hmm. I I just love the learning experience of food, like finding those things out. Um, so watching that is, is quite nice. Um, so yeah, he's, he'll be my favorite TV chef, um, especially with like Hell's Kitchen and yeah. um, Nightmares. Oh, what's his, what's his other one? Yeah. The, uh, to Helen back where he goes yeah. to a restaurant and tries to turn it around in 24 hours. I really yeah. like those kind of shows. Um, but then you've got your YouTubers. Yeah. And for me, my favorite YouTubers, one is called Pasta Grammar. Oh. And it's these uh, people in America. And uh, there's Ava and there's Harper. Harper's American, Ava's Italian. Mm-hmm. And it's all about uh, literally, she'll go through everything Italian. Like, what are the different pastas for? Why would you use different cheeses? Um, how to make a ragu and all of that kind of stuff. Like, it's, it's engaging, but entertaining. Um, yeah. Engaging, but educational at the same time. Um, cause I've got like, oh, I don't think I've got my notebook with me. I've written like loads of notes when I'm watching them because I'm like, oh, these different tomatoes are used for different things and in different seasons and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, if you, if you ever get a chance, watch pasta grammar, uh, they're quite good. And because she is so Italian as well, any, like there's a couple of videos where he tries to make some of the dishes and he'll use like some chef's um, recipes and stuff. Um, and she'll be in it and, you, and she's like, no, this is disgusting. This is Italian and all of this kind of stuff. Like <laughs> she, she's really like serious about it all. Um, and then we've got uh, Josh Weissman as well. Um, I've bought his, he bought a cookbook out this year, uh, last year. Uh, I keep forgetting we're in 2022 now. It's ridiculous. Hey. It's gone so fast. <laughs> he bought our cookbook last year um, and he does a load of videos on, uh, he was a chef 
before. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, I can't remember if it was like COVID that made him move more into YouTube, but there was something that made him move into YouTube. Yeah. And um, he now takes other people's dishes like KFC, McDonald's or whatever, and he makes his own version and makes them better than what they Ooh. are um he's very good very talented very engaging uh videos as well um so yeah if you ever get a chance for him as well watch josh feisman uh, and very good cookbook like in there he teaches you how to make sauces make broths make uh stocks his bread uh cubana bread all that kind of stuff so it's all the basics but but yeah which unfortunately I haven't tried anything out yet, which I need to. <laughs> you will do, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Who are your favourite you chefs? Um, sorry. Thank you for those. Yeah, no, my current favourite chef. Um, so I have been following this. Um, he's on Instagram and YouTube on all of the socials and stuff. Um, and he's called Made by Blitz. Um, right, and okay. he's actually called Callum. And he... I'm I'm not vegan or vegetarian, um, but the recipes he makes are be- are vegan, but they're mm. in a way where you wouldn't you wouldn't be like oh I don't want to make that because it's so vegan as in like it's it's interesting to you would mm. you'd find those flavors very fun, um, and he was on Jamie Oliver's show the other day. Um, right. And I was like, "No way, is he on here?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> like, he's so good." Like, and the way he makes video content, you know how we all love a recipe video that's very much step by step. Like, this is what you do. Mm. It's very beautiful or very easy and approachable. He'll yeah. cook, but he'll also do a voiceover and talk, so that you kind of feel like. He's explaining it to you whilst cooking, if that makes any sense. And I, the way he does uh, that makes it really interesting. And I'll watch more and more videos because it's in that way of communicating. Yeah. So if you haven't checked out his Instagram or any of his socials, they're really good. I'm on his, I'm on his page right now. <laughs> and like then his food. Um, probably, I mean, I say every episode, but Mob Kitchen, anything they do. Yes. yes. Anything. <laughs> I'm literally staring at three of their cookbooks that I have on my shelf right next to me. <laughs> I use Mob Kitchen all the time. I probably cook a Mob Kitchen recipe every two days. That's how much I oh, like really? them. Yeah. So what's, if you your, what's your uh, favorite one? Um, I Is it? Is gnocchi calprese or something? So it's um okay. gnocchi, uh, which is obviously mm-hmm. pasta. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then it's a tomato sauce you make by hand, as in like you um you get fresh cherry tomatoes and then you cook them down with onions and you get to squish mm. them down. So you make you're making right. the sauce. And obviously you boil the gnocchi and then. You add it to the pan so it crisps up after and you tear fresh basil and um, mozzarella and it's so delicious. Oh, nice. It's so nice. That does sound quite nice. Yeah, you, can't recommend I, it enough. I've got to admit, I've got Mob Kitchen cookbooks because I yeah. got them for Christmas, but I haven't cooked anything out of them yet. And 
if that's in one of the, I've got the um, comfort food one and <laughs> I've got a blue one. I can't remember what the oh, name of the blue the one is. Oh, you've got the first one. That's um, Mob Kitchen, is it feed, feed four under 10 or something? Yes. Yes, that yeah. sounds about right. Um, but- <laughs> Expert. <laughs> I'm just a super Mob Kitchen, fan. If you're listening, you've got the fan here. <laughs> yeah, um, but my most used Mob Kitchen is the one I don't think you have, which is um, Speedy Mob. It's a white cookbook, and it's usually on right. offer on Amazon. And I literally use it every week. It's so good. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm yet to make anything out of Comfort Mob yet, though, which is controversial for me. Um, <laughs> you normally be straight on it. Yeah. Right, okay. Now for my um, controversial question. Okay. Which is your favourite ring on the hob? Um, <laughs> depends if you ask me or my partner. <laughs> <laughs> she'll tell me what my favourite one is. She'll, she'll tell me the biggest one is my favourite one. Right. Um, okay. Because I like to just chuck the power up and, and off I go. Yeah. Um, this this is the thing like most of the things i cook are with bigger pans so therefore the largest hob is like my favorite because you can control the heat so much of it yeah um but depends on the size of the pan right yeah like for, for lunches and stuff i have um i'm really like lazy at the moment as you can probably tell that's the theme of this whole podcast is my laziness um i i cook like i get um super noodles yeah but the low-fat version because they taste so much better than the normal version um i get that and i take cooked chicken chuck that in the pan with it whilst it's cooking put some soy sauce in there, put a load of chili flakes in there, mix that up. But it's a small pan. So if I put that on the big ring, then all that water is going to disperse like within yeah. seconds. Like, So it needs to be on the small one. But when you say favourite one, my favourite ring has to be the wok ring. So we've got um, we've got five burner uh, hob. Yeah. And on the left hand side it's the wok ring. And I was very excited when we bought the house and we, we got this this uh this ring. Yeah. Because I was like, Oh, I, I love a wok ring. Like I've never used yeah. one before. I'm gonna experiment so much. So I bought a proper wok um where I've had to season it and all of that kind of stuff. Ooh. And I've been cooking in that and yeah, it's it's been it's been interesting to say the least, because mm-hmm. um I didn't season it very well first time. Oh. So half of the stuff stuck to oh, the no. side. Yeah. Uh, so I had to reseason it. But uh, yeah, it's <laughs> been it's been fun. But yeah, my favorite ring is the wok ring, I would say. And that's a that's that's a bella, right? You yeah. you can put the heat up on that. Like, yeah. It's got like um I don't I don't even know what you call it, but there's like you know, I'm so weird. You, you know, you know, on a ring, you get like, uh, what do you call it? The heat, the gas, the 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 blue bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. The gas. People are listening. Probably the going, fire. yes, get on with it. The fire <laughs> on the walk one. You get two rings of it. No way. So that's how the heat disperses so evenly across the whole walk. Yeah, it was amazing. Just, yeah. Um, do, do you ever just stare at the the fire? 
sometimes. Is, is that just me? Yeah, no, I like, do okay, not. I'm glad it's not just me. I like, think it's just a foodie like, oh, thing. Pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see yellow fire all the time, be like, this is blue yeah. fire. Like, this is hot. It's more exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's not just me. And if there is anybody listening, please comment if you do the same. Please make it sound like we're normal people. <laughs> <laughs> so for the final meal questions how are you feeling i'm ready for this i'm ready okay it's your final meal ever you have no boundaries on Mm -hmm. how much you can eat what will you Mm -hmm. be having and why so what is your starter or starters of choice (laughs) so um i actually only have one because this is my favorite starter ever and it's calamari yeah like just it but if if there was no kind of boundaries i would have different types of calamari from different restaurants yeah like ask italian and the real greek so the real greeks is my favorite calamari ever like they do the best calamari um and i'd have all those different restaurants but for the drink side so fun fact i don't really drink i drink mm-hmm. on a very like drink alcohol i do drink other stuff more weird <laughs> you're um, hydrated <laughs> enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i don't drink alcohol or very rarely um just because i just don't like the taste of it and you only Fair get enough. a weekend so i'd rather not waste it being hung over uh, but enough. i understand why people enjoy it and, and all that kind of stuff so for me the drink to start would probably be an iced tea uh to mm-hmm. start off with but uh one from america if we can if we can import yeah. as well for this meal. anywhere yeah, cool perfect <laughs> so one from america because uh, they do the best iced teas like unsweetened as well i don't want the sugar unsweetened iced tea from america with calamari from all the restaurants that'd be my starter okay so what do you have for your main or mains of choice so my main would be pizza obviously um and multiple of them if there is no boundaries here um i would have a margarita pizza pepperoni pizza i'd have a meat feast pizza and i'd have a ham and pineapple pizza as well i'd have all of those um along with um risotto yeah quite like risotto at the moment i'm really into risotto chicken and chorizo risotto nice uh and also give me give me a a boneless box from kfc yeah uh, yeah and also a big mac meal as well if we've got no boundaries here and my no stomach boundaries. can take this and i don't feel yeah. full after i would eat all of that and then i would chase that all down with a dirty kebab yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> Right, this is my my question. So the pizzas, are they, mm-hmm. how's the base? What are you doing? How is the base? How's the dream base of a pizza for you? Um, so it's got to be Neapolitan style. Oh, yeah. actually, no, it doesn't have to be Neapolitan. Detroit style right. pizzas are incredible as well. Okay. Um, if anybody ever goes to Berlin... There is a um, there's a pizzeria in Berlin called Magic John's. Okay, and it is the best Detroit pizza 
apart from in Detroit, I assume I've never been to Detroit. Mm-hmm. There's the best Detroit pizza that you'll ever eat. It is incredible. Wow. They do like a white mushroom truffle pizza, and that is fantastic. <laughs> I wasn't too fussed on the pepperoni one because the sauce Fair. was very like very rich, but the mm-hmm. yeah the the white truffle mushroom one is incredible. Um, so yeah, good question. So I would have a Neapolitan pizza. Yeah. Of the margarita, the pepperoni, and the ham and pineapple. And then mm-hmm. I'll do a pepperoni. Oh, let's go Chicago style. Ooh. Deep dish. Let's do that. Yeah. I knew I wanted to know the specifics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's go Chicago style pepperoni pizza. And the rest can be Neapolitan. Great answer. Thanks. And what drink are you having with the mains? Uh, let's wash all that down with uh, with a Pepsi Max. Yeah, it's better than Coke. I'm I'm finding at the moment. Really? Yeah, I used to always love Coca Cola. Mm-hmm. But I started again. This is on like you know exploring flavors and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I started looking at more botanical cokes. Mm-hmm. So your Fentimans and your Gustos and things like that, and they're incredible. Like they yeah. are so amazing, but obviously they're quite expensive per bottle. Mm-hmm. And I would say Pepsi would be closer to a botanical Coke than what Coca Cola actually is. Yeah. So if anybody's ever thinking, what's the difference? Pepsi's more closer to a botan. But I can't even speak now. Botanical Coke. So yeah, yeah. Let's wash it down with Pepsi Max. Okay, what are you having for your side or sides of choice? So on my side, I have got garlic bread. Yeah. I've also got cheesy garlic bread because let's just mount up the carbs. How are you having the garlic bread? Is it a baguette? Is it a flatbread? Is it a pizza? Um, It's a flatbread. Yeah. I don't mind baguette-style garlic bread. I just <laughs> – I'm not fussed by them. Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I prefer a flatbread version. Okay, good job I asked, because I thought, (laughs) forget. (laughs) Um, And then I'd have skinny fries. Um, Actually, actually, the fries I would specifically have is flat iron iron fries. That's a tongue twister. I know. Yes. It's, have you you ever been to flat iron? It's, in in I I think they're in mainly in London. I don't know if they're anywhere else. I've heard of them. I've seen them, but I've not tried them. So they are cooked in the beef drippings from the steak. Wow! And they're divine. They they honestly they are amazing chips, amazing chips. Um, See, so yeah, I'd have that, and then this is really weird, right? But I'd also chuck a keema rice on the side as well. Okay. If if we're if we're having everything, yeah, then I'm not so fussed about Indian as a main, but okay. on a side, keema rice, keema naan, and poppadoms as well. Yeah, with the mango one. I don't know what the mango sauce is called, but definitely the mango sauce. I don't know if that's just a southern thing. No, no, I'm just trying to place what it's called. I just oh, I didn't know. Mango just like, what was he on about mango? Mango chutney? No, no, it's not. I don't know what it is. It's like um, 
So I don't, I don't know what what other maybe it is just like, but down 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 in down in the south, right down mm-hmm. south, <laughs> um, we've got like um, they give you like onions and cucumber kind of mix, so like a salady mix. Mm-hmm, yeah, They'll give same. you um, a minty kind of. Yeah. Herby one. Right. Then there'll be like this yellow one. Yeah, which is that really fun. That's my favourite. It's like a yogurt one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that. I thought that was mango, but maybe it's not mango. I, I don't know. I thought it was just, I don't know what flavour it is. To prefer, it could be mango, but I just coat everything in it. So yeah, it's lush, isn't it? Whatever yeah. that is, give me a gallon of that. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, this is a very expensive last meal for you to buy. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a and, magic uh, meal. It's fine. Okay, perfect. So I can have whatever I want. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then you've got a mango chutney as well that's on the side. But yeah, it's whatever that yellow dish is. And if anybody knows what, I, I'm going to be Googling this after. If anybody yeah, knows what that yellow dish is, that is, that is what I want. Yeah. Yeah, that would be my sides. And what drink are you having with your sides? Got to stay hydrated. Uh, <laughs> um, hmm. Let's go with lemonade. Let's chuck a lemonade in there just to keep yeah. things a little simpler. Yeah. Cleanse the palate a little, you know. Okay. So, what pudding or puddings of choice are you having? Well, I'm going to be having profiteroles. Yeah. I'm going to be having black forest gatto. Mm, I love that. Yeah. I'm going to be having uh. Rice pudding as well. Love yeah. rice pudding. What do you have with or um, on your rice pudding? Uh, nutmeg, generally. Yeah. But I don't normally have anything. But then again, it's the whole effort of Making getting nutmeg it. and grinding it. Yeah. yeah. Like, so if it comes plain, I'm still going to be happy. <laughs> I agree. It's so good. It's so underrated, in my um, opinion. Yeah, maybe we should try that on the underrated side. Rice pudding. Yeah. yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Have, have you put white chocolate on a rice pudding yet? Because that is legendary. No. That's is my it? favorite way. So you make it with nutmeg, the same traditional way, but then you put yeah. white chocolate on top after it's cooked, after Ooh. it's all done. Stir in some white chocolate. Game changer. Do you come out of these podcasts like starving? really hungry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm getting hungry, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I need to wait for dinner. I can't be having anything now. <laughs> I'll have a snack after this, 100%. <laughs> um, Sorry, what other puddings? I'd also, yeah, I'd also have a uh, cherry bakewell. You know, Mr. Kipling yeah. cherry bakewells with, with that, whatever icing that is on there, like that is heaven, that icing. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, there'll be, I think, I think that'll do for all my puddings. I think I've had enough. <laughs> I'm not going to judge you. I'm I'm a pudding person. So when oh, you were yeah. like more than one pudding, I'm like 100%. <laughs> so would you would you choose if if you had a choice like obviously where it's like two courses, mm-hmm. would you choose a pudding over a starter? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I would choose a starter <laughs> over a pudding. Most uh, people would, and, I think. Yeah, and then I'd probably go to Tesco and Get some chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> and what drink are you having with your pudding? Uh, I'll have a black Americano with that. Just a nice, it's a nice dessert drink, isn't it? Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. 
And will you be partaking in a cheese board? Um, I'm ambivalent to cheese boards, I'd say. Okay. Um, only because they normally come with those stinky cheeses. So I'm yeah. like wasting half of it. And I don't really like wasting food that much. Um, so if it was a cheese board with just like cheddar, red Leicester, mozzarella, whatever cheese do I like, Edam. Those kind of mm-hmm. milder cheeses, yeah. uh, absolutely, with crackers yeah. and butter, obviously. It's the dream, so you have to have what you'd like. Okay, so yeah, those mild cheeses, chuck them on all day with crackers, and it's got to be like, um, you know the Hovis crackers? Yeah. Yeah, those are the best. Slather that in butter. And then um, add the cheese. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know, I'm probably going to have a heart attack before I actually die because of this last meal, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking it's my here, last like, meal, what's the But the last meal has caused my death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that would, be, that would be my last meal, I would say. Great, great way to go, no? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what drink are you having to end the whole meal? The whole thing. Do you know what? Let's have a shot of tequila and say Sailor V. Right. Yeah. Let's just have it. <laughs> Even <laughs> I don't drink, it just seems like a nice way yeah. to go. Do you know what? Fuck yeah. Off I go. Yeah. Oh, excuse my language. Absolutely. Off I go. And here we are. <laughs> Great final meal. That was amazing. Thank you for telling me that. <laughs> okay. Now for biscuits of the week. So, what biscuits have you been eating this week? Uh, none. None. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm afraid. Uh, we don't normally put biscuits in our food shop. Um, oh, however, yesterday I did splash out by myself a uh, Cadbury's fruit and nut bar. Oh. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that went in the food shop. Um. I was doing it by myself, so uh, yeah. yeah, I went a bit rogue with that. Um. <laughs> got Kirsty a uh, marvellous creation ones you know with the popping oh, candy yeah. and the jelly in it yeah so yeah we yeah that's our downfall when we see those and they're on off they've got to be on offer if they're like yeah. the full price for £2.50 we don't buy them but if they're £1.50 yeah, yeah crack on put that in my basket um, but if if I was to choose a biscuit though if if I was like obviously doing the shop and I thought right I want a biscuit it would have to be a bourbon mm-hmm. definitely a bourbon because I always have them with coffee or tea and you just yeah. dunk it in the tea Dunking the coffee, beautiful. A bit of bourbon. And what do you rate the um, chocolate bar and the bourbon out of 10? Uh, the chocolate bar is 9 out of 10. Yeah. And my guilt, my guilt is 10 out of 10 after. <laughs> no. No, it was oh, worth I, it. It was no, it was like especially when obviously got a fit in a suit next month. It'll be Um, fine. (laughs) If you see me belly hanging out in my wedding photos, you you know things have gone wrong. Um, So yeah, nine out of ten because it's it's not my favourite Cadbury's chocolate. Mm -hmm. Mine would have to be the marvelous creations, but I was. I didn't want that this week. I right. Did wasn't feeling it. Um, but the biscuits has to be. I'm going to give it a seven out of ten, and and hear okay. me out on this. The only reason I'm giving it a seven out of ten is because 
you think you've only eaten two from the packet, but actually you look down and half the packet's gone. Yeah. Like, what is this mind games that this bourbon <laughs> is playing with me? Like, <laughs> I've only had two. No, you've had half the packet, James. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's mad. Uh, so that's why I'll give the biscuit seven out of 10, because if it, if I felt like I was actually eating the biscuit, then it might get higher. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's yeah. What I'm saying, yeah. I mean, that yeah. happens to me anyway, because I'll be like, oh, I just <laughs> had three. And then it'll be like, oh, I've yeah. eaten half the packet. <laughs> yeah. <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, where the hell did they go? Start well, I don't know. Other people, like, did you take some? <laughs> No, that was all you. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I agree. Thank you for telling me your favourite biscuits and chocolate. Um, I I'm gonna say that my favourite biscuit this week has been an Oreo. Um, Ooh. My favourite Oreo. Just a normal one. I usually would go for a double stuffed Oreo because I like the amount of icing. Yeah. But this week I just found because they were, as you say, they were on offer. So I was like, right, I'll just get some Oreos. <laughs> they they totally work. They absolutely have us, don't they? We'll be doing our food shop and that. Yeah, that's coming with yeah. me. <laughs> Damn marketing people. Yeah, <laughs> can't trust them. Have you had Have you had um, the uh, the dipped Oreos? Well, the coated ones. Yeah. As in, like, they're coated like in white chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They're, they're incredible. The white chocolate oh, ones, yeah. so Moorish as well. I know. But, uh, I used to I used to travel quite a bit for work, um, mm. like, before COVID. And the, the company I was with before the head office was in California. Ooh. So I've been, incre- yeah, I've been incredibly lucky to get to go there. And in the supermarkets, honestly, the amount of Oreo variations they have is they have literally a whole aisle just full of Oreos. And it, it blew, like, I'm not a big go. Oreo fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd be chucking everything. In. Like, even if they're not, even if they're not on offer. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> what are you having for dinner? I am having Oreos because there are so many i can't go to the u.s it's mad it is mad honestly the amount of oreo variations they have over there there was this whole aisle and these aisles are bigger than like your normal tesco's and stuff they're they're huge and yeah so if if you do ever go yeah stay away from supermarkets (laughs) because they're gonna drain your bank account (laughs) 100 percent Okay, so do you have any local businesses you would like to give a shout out to? Uh, yeah, so if anybody is ever in the Ilminster area, um, there is a lot of businesses there that are incredible. Um, so you've got the Trading Post, which is a farm shop, um, absolutely fantastic, and um, check them out on Instagram as well. They just do a lot of um, like food you wouldn't find in Tesco or your, your big chain supermarkets. Um, then next door to them is a restaurant called Pips, which is an, they've got um, outside, they've got an old carriage, like train carriage 
that they've converted into booths. So wow. they've done different themes for the booths. Oh, it's in, it's incredible there. That's so cool. um, and then they've got like a double decker bus that they've converted into into the part of the restaurant. Uh, they're seating inside um, the marquee as well, and then they're seating outside, obviously, when it's nice. And and mm-hmm. when you're sat there as well, because obviously we are deep in the country here, yeah. uh, you you are sat there looking at fields and views, Aww. and it is it's so nice. Um, and their food is fantastic. Their food is absolutely incredible. I had uh, mac and cheese there. Uh, when was this? Last week? Yeah, last week. Um, so yeah. Um, then the other two that are in Ilminster as well is um, one is called Mel Todd uh, Cakes, and she is an award-winning uh, cake maker, and her mm. cakes are absolutely fantastic. Um, she's also making our cake for our wedding as well. Oh wow! Um, yeah, really nice person to talk to. Uh, really easy to get along with. And j- are we good? Sorry, you've cut out. You've you frozen. froze. Yeah, no, it completely yeah, yeah. cut out then. You're halfway yeah. through telling me about this lovely person who's making your wedding cake. Yes. Uh, where, did, where did I get to before it cut out? You were saying she's really lovely to talk to and you're about to tell me all about her and then it just went... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah she's really easy to talk to you can pass your ideas on to her she'll bring them to life um you, she'll do cake testing as well which we did last week which was amazing then this was our second cake testing as well i think she i think she really mm-hmm. likes us because we had two cake testings um, and then uh, exactly exactly so we've got some great flavors coming out and i'm not going to say them on here unfortunately no. because i've uh this might come out before the wedding and I don't want people to listen and go, Oh, right. <laughs> uh, cause there will be people coming to the wedding who are listening. Um, and then also there is another, um, business in Elminster called the greenhouse. Um, and they are very more about sustainability and being eco-friendly. Uh, and they have some amazing products in there. They also have a little like kitchen, um, where they've got some incredible food as well. Uh, so yeah, if you're ever in Ilminster, that's the Ilminster tour, let's call it. Uh, we got Mel Todd cakes, you've got the trading post Pip's carriage, and you've got the greenhouse. That'll be my shout outs. And the last one. So I have to really shout these people out. Buffalicious. It's a buffalo farm in Yeovil and it's wow. the best mozzarella you can ever have. Like it is incredible mozzarella. Um, you can find them on Instagram and stuff and they do deliver as well. Um, and they, they're just amazing and they're really nice people as well. And they've got um, a farm shop and it's got a load of like buffalo obviously products in there. Um, it's got buffalo milk and all of this kind of stuff. It's, it's incredible stuff. So yeah, they're my shout outs. Well, thank you so much. You they sound... <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I really like finding out. Um, I love finding out about local businesses in different parts of the country because as soon as I go anywhere else, I'm like, I know some places. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, if you're I ever recommend. In the <laughs> I'm like, I have some recommendations for you, you know? <laughs> well, thank you for those. Um, so where can people find you? Uh, I'm really only on Instagram at the moment. Um, I do have a TikTok account. If anybody's got TikTok, uh, I don't post as much because obviously it's video content whilst 
yeah. more taking photos than I am videos. Um, but I'm trying to build that up and soon, possibly, I may be moving to YouTube as well. Videos there. Yeah. So uh, keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. And it's yeah, heard it here first. <laughs> and yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just Thank for your you podcast, for uh, 92 Plates exclusive. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast. It's been so lovely to chat about all your food favourites. It's been amazing. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you so much and bye. See ya. How great was that episode with James? I absolutely loved chatting about all his food favourites and food hot takes, his likes and dislikes. I thought it was great and I hope you did too. As I have already said many times, the links to James's food blog, which is 92 plates on Instagram, will be linked in the show notes. But if you haven't found it in the show notes, it will be in any of the social media links about this episode so definitely check him out his food blog is fantastic and I cannot rave about it more so fab Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Butcher Baker Podcast Maker. It is so lovely that you listen every week. And if this is your first ever episode that you've listened to, thank you so much for listening. And if you would like to subscribe, that would be fabulous because then you can hear more episodes every Sunday. If you would like to hear and see more about the podcast why not follow butcher baker podcast maker on instagram facebook and twitter because then you can see all of the behind the scenes and get to be the first people to know who the guests will be that week and i think that's pretty great so if you would like to the links will be in the show notes I think that is enough chat from me. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. The links to James are in the show notes. And if you want to give him a follow and a stalk on Instagram, his username is 92plates. Thanks again. And I will speak to you soon. So bye. series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy from recipe favorites to biscuit chat